Okay, thank you, thank you. And now about a big hand for the man who makes it all possible, Bud Friedman, okay. Okay, how are you doing tonight? Okay, great crowd. Okay, I'm standing by the bar last night and, and this yodeling cowboy trio walks in and they ordered three glasses of milk, okay? And the bartender charges him 15 bucks. And then he says, hey, we don't get many yodeling cowboy trios in here. And the yodeling cowboy trio says, Riders Radio Theater is on the air. King of the Cowboy Fiddlers and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. <laughs> this is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Oh, 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 yodeling you. Every buck the red and buck the root. There's a place around the fire for you with Riders in the Sky. The 375th performance of their chicken fried career. Here are Riders in the Sky. Yes, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. Thank you, Texas Vic Bender, the voice that peddled a passel of pullets over border radio. And thanks to you here in the historic Emory Theater. And to those of you listening with that rapt and unflagging attention in the comfort and privacy of your homes or automobiles. In the interest of time, let me introduce us to you briefly, beginning with the man to my left, the man who knows that French is the language of romance. Too slim. Oui, oui. I'm Ranger Doug, idol of American youth, and I maintain, as the old song does, that Spanish is the loving tongue, and I would say I've just about got it licked. To my right is the king of the cowboy fiddlers, a man who knows that music is the food of love, Woody Paul, and finally, our orchestra under the direction of a man who knows from bitter experience that polka and driving don't mix, Joey the Cow Polka King. That's who we are. We have a song. We are asked so many times about yodeling and how you learn to yodel and what yodeling is, we decided to write a song that tells you all about it. How does he yodel? Where does he yodel? Does he yodel? It sure beats me. I love to hear the cowboys sing a happy yodeling song. Me too, but something makes me want to start just yodeling along. Yeah, but, but back in my epiglottis, something always ends up wrong when I try to holy, holy Hey, Ranger Duck, how do we yodel? Why do we yodel? I wish I 
Everybody knows the commercials are better than the show, so here to prove the point is Pitchman H.H. Hammerhead Stilson. Neighbors, I'm just as proud as a peacock in the Birmingham Zoo to be here talking to you about my favorite subject, groceries. And here's a man who knows his way about a feed bag, my old buddy Cass Crook. Say howdy, Cass. Howdy, folks. Yep, you're right as right as rain, right as rain, Cass. Right, rain, right as rain about that, Hammerhead. And I want to invite all the folks to come on down to my grocery store, Crook's Groceries. Or we make money the old-fashioned way. That's right. We, uh, uh, we... We beat you out of it. <laughs> All right. right. That's right, Cass. Right on the, uh... Button. Right on the button. Now, here's a typical scene at the checkout line at Crook's Groceries here. That'll be $15.99. Yeah. Here's the 20. Thank you. Well, where's my change? I gave it to you. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Did too. Did not. Did too. Did not. Did too. Yep, no frills, no bag boys, and no change. Right, Cap? That's right. Hammerhead and that neighbor, how can we keep our prices a doggone low? Well, easy. We beat you out of it. Every way we can. I tell you, meet our butcher, meat expert, Thumb Swindleburger. Thumb? Let's see here. Two pork chops. That comes to... Ah... 27 pounds. We got a door busting <laughs> special every day of the week, right, Kaz? Uh, sure is, uh, uh, sure is. Shooting, sure is shooting, Kaz. That's right. Say, every now today's special is tuna fish. Two for a dollar, four for five dollars, six for 15, and neighbors, you can't afford any more than that. So if you're hungry for the thrill of the chase, come on down to Crook's Groceries, corner of Benton Fabric in downtown Tumbleweed City. Remember, we sell food by volume. Pretty good commercial, wouldn't you say, Kaz? Oh, hot as a... Firecracker, hot as a firecracker. <laughs> and now we thankfully return to Riders Radio Theater. Shout it from the rooftop, Pops. Happy days are here again. It's time for letters to Ranger Doug. Yep, and hold on to your hats, fellas, because here comes the Pony Express. Whoa, here comes the mailbag. 
Wow, that must be the Ming vase we ordered. <laughs> must be. What's that letter on top there, Slim? Oh, let me see here. I'll open it up here. I'll just get it here and open it up. Yeah, ooh. Yeah. It's a big letter. Let's see. There we go. Still, yeah. Well, I want to get it all the way around here. Dear Ranger Duck, idol of American youth, we the... We, the undersigned, do these guys have tenure here or what? Uh, <laughs> we, the undersigned, paid up membership of the Sidekick Veneration Society of Petaluma do humbly request more music from that canary of the cook stove, that Pavarotti of the plains, that Caruso of the chuck wagon, side meat. Mia Hugh, sincerely, and oh gosh, man, there's a hundred signatures here, Ranger Doug. Well, I guess a um, hundred sidekick venerators can't be all wrong. Side meat, you round here? Side meat? Oh, what incarnation do you want? I'm busy cooking back here. Well, your fans request a musical endeavor rendered in your own haunting poetic vocalization. Oh, they do, do they? Yep. Well, instead of that, how about if I sing one? I guess that'll have to do. I guess it will. Oh, boy. Come and get it. Come and get it. Come and get it. Come and get it. Now all you folks should sing with glee. Oh yes, oh yes. To have a marvelous cook like me. And it's so, and it's so. From Oregon to the Texas Plains, I've cooked on boats and cattle trains. I'll cook you anything you wish, but pinto beans is my favorite dish. We'll cook you anything you wish, but pinto beans is my favorite. Sing it, boys. Beans for breakfast. Yeah. Beans for dinner. Beans for supper. Yeah. Lord, deliver us from that. I'll take a bone and a cactus root. Oh, yes, oh, yes. A hunk of tallow and an old brown boot. Ain't it so, ain't it so. Then I put them on and boil them down till the floor curls up and the air turns brown. But say your prayers and knock on wood, cause you may die sooner than you thought you would. But say your prayers and knock on wood, cause you may die sooner than you thought you Talk about the hash. Ash for breakfast. That's what I like, the hash. for dinner. Ash for supper. Lord, deliver us from that. When all my work on earth is through Oh yes, oh yes I'll go and join the heavenly crew And it's so, and it's so I'll tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate I'm the best turn cook in the western state With corn bone patties and roasting ears And I'll keep them happy for a million years With corn bone patties and roasting ears You'll keep them happy for a million years Talk about the corn, corn boy for breakfast corn. corn for dinner those beans. Corn for supper Lord, deliver us from that Come and get it. Come and get it. Come and get it. You'll learn to love it just like I did. Ma! Writers Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul Western theme number 19. Thank you. 
Welcome back, buckaroos and buckarettes. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode six of the exciting Western melodrama, Rocket Rustler. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, a top secret government space project crashed in Tumbleweed Valley, and the Pentagon sent a special strike force to recover it and take it to Fort Wiley, the last cavalry outpost in the U.S. Army. Next, the evil fiend Slocum, who is serving time in the Tumbleweed Valley Jail for crimes committed in our last serial, learned of the crash and sent his henchman Charlie to steal it in the dead of night. On his way to do the dirty deed, Charlie stopped by Prudence Johnson's Darling Donut Shop and stole for the second time that day a batch of Jelly Belly Donuts cooling on the sill of a rear window of the shop. <laughs> Later, when High Sheriff Drywall stopped by the donut shop and learned for the second time that day that he couldn't have any of his beloved Jelly Bellies, he reached a startling conclusion. I believe there's a serial donut thief at work here. It was then that Prudence hit upon the idea of stuffing the next batch of Jelly Bellies with habanero chili peppers, the hottest pepper known to man. Oh boy, that's a great idea. And then when I see somebody running around drinking everything inside, I'll arrest them. Later that night, Charlie sneaked into Fort Wiley, knocked out Corporal Buzz O2, who was on guard duty, stole the secret space project, hid it in a secret box canyon, and headed back to town. Meanwhile, Prudence and her helper, Freddie, cooked up a big batch of Jelly Bellies, stuffed them with habaneros, and put them in the window as bait and trap for the Jelly Belly cereal donut thief. Now, episode six, entitled, Donuts from Hell. As morning breaks, a tired, hungry doofus sneaks through the alleys of Tumbleweed City. He's on his way to the Tumbleweed City Jail to report his evil doings to his villainous boss, when suddenly his nostrils alert him to his two favorite smells. Mmm, sugar and grease. Jelly Belly Donuts. He must be cooling in that back window again. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Literally following his nose, Charlie creeps down the alley with all the cat-like grace of a charging rhinoceros. Ooh, ow! And seconds later, he's just outside the back window of the donut shop, and there, unbeknownst to him, are the donuts from hell cooling in the window. <laughs> uh, it's getting awful light out here now. I guess I better just grab them and beat it on out of here. I'll take them over to the alley behind the jail and give some to Slocum. He'll like these jelly bellies. <laughs> While Charlie laughs and makes his getaway with a stolen donut stuffed with molten lava, across town, the high sheriff of Tumbleweed Valley, who's very well aware of what is in those donuts, is laughing too in his sleep. <laughs> Hello, high sheriff Drywall here. Who's this? This is Freddie over at Prudence Johnson's Darling Donut Shop. Just thought I'd give you a call, Drywall. Tell you that the special batch of Jelly Bellies we made up is long gone. Gone? Stolen? Gone like a turkey through the corn. <laughs> That's great news. I was just dreaming about that cereal donut thief and how I caught him after he ate them hot pepper stuffed Jelly Bellies. <laughs> I didn't see his face, but he is down by the old Dry Goat Saloon drinking that water trough there dry. <laughs> well, I guess I better get up and get down to the jail and check on my prisoner. And I think I'll go and... Uh, Take out the <laughs> that water trough. Yeah. So long, Freddy. Yeah, well, have a bile drywall. Nice talking to you. Meanwhile, down at the jail, Slocum is aroused from his night's sleep by the mouth-watering smell of fresh jelly bellies wafting in through the bars on his cell's window. Mm. Ah, what's that smell? Hey, hey, Slocum. Charlie? Yeah. 
Breakfast is served. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's on the menu this morning, Garkin? <laughs> huh? Who else is here, boss? Ah, Charlie Garkin. That's French. It's for, for Charlie. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Classy, boss. Yeah. Just call me. Monsieur Garkin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Monsieur Garkin. <laughs> What's for breakfast? Oh, you're gonna like this, boss. Ah. I got some more fresh hot jelly belly. All right, Ch I mean Monsieur Garkin. <laughs> yeah, let's see now. How many fresh hot jelly bellies you got there? Uh, uh yeah. I didn't have time to count them, boss. Yeah, it looks well, like uh, quite a few. Quite a few. Yeah. What's quite a few divided by two? Uh, well, that'd be a few for you and a few for me, right? Of course, yeah. Okay, so pass them through the bars, and I'll divide them up and give you yours back. Okay, here you go. All right, got them. Now I'll sit down on my bunk and divvy them up. Oh, by the way, Charlie, did you get that little item out at Fort Wiley like I asked you to? Yeah, I stashed it up there in thieves' camp. Ah, good work, Charlie. After breakfast, I want you to get a shovel and dig a tunnel into this cell so I can get out of here a whenever tunnel. I want to. Right. <laughs> Hey, speaking of breakfast, yeah. got them jelly bellies split up yet? Give me a minute, will you, Charlie? It takes a minute to divide quite a few by two. Jeez ah, it, Charlie, the sheriff's here. Oh, what do I do? Go hide somewhere in the alley. I'll signal you from the window when it's safe to come back. Okay. <laughs> morning, Mr. Slocum. Uh, morning, Sheriff. Hey, what's so funny? <laughs> I can't tell you if it's official police business. Uh, hey, what's that you got on your bunker? Uh, these? Yeah, they look like jelly bellies to me. Well, that's because they are. You had jelly bellies yesterday morning, didn't you, Slocum? So? So? I'll let you get away with that answer yesterday, but I'm not today. That's contraband you got there, partner, and I'm going to confiscate it. Pass them through the bars here. Well, all right. Can I keep just one of them? Nope. The law's the law. Come on, Sheriff. Just one. No, uh buddy. Hand them over. Ah, here you go. What are you going to do with them? Well, it depends on where you got them. Some jelly bellies were stolen from Prudence Johnson's Darling Donut Shop this morning. Is that where these came from, Slocum? Uh, uh, no. No, uh-uh, absolutely not. I got these from somebody besides Prudence Johnson. <laughs> You're positively sure of that? Yeah, I'm positively sure of that, yeah. Oh, 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 oh good. <laughs> then I know exactly what I'm going to do with these jelly bellies. Uh, uh, what? I'm going to eat them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait a minute. What about me? Too bad about you, Hoss. <laughs> I ain't had a jelly belly in two days. I'm going to eat every one of these starting right now. Boy, these are... These are hard. I don't get it. I'm glad I didn't. To determine the degree of heat in chili peppers, scientists using high-pressured liquid chromatography measure different peppers in what are called Scoville units. A jalapeno has 5,000 Scoville heat units in each bite. A serrano has 10,000 Scoville units, a Tabasco 30,000, and a habanero, the hottest pepper known to man, has over half a million Scoville heat units. Drywall's first attempt to assuage the fire that's raging from the tip of his lips to the bottom of his gullet is to drink a case of soft drink. <laughs> After that, he tries milk. <laughs> when that fails, he heads for the water trough, jumps in, and begins to drink it dry. <laughs> and 
since this could go on for days, we leave him now and journey to Fort Wiley, the last outpost, where Captain A. Weldon Rumprost and his aide, Lieutenant Viper, are about to check in on Corporal Buzz 2 and the top-secret space project they still believe he's guarding. Faithful listeners will recall that late the previous night, Charlie whacked O2 on the head and stole the secret project. All right, here we are, Lieutenant. Corporal O2, open this door. Hey, something must be wrong, Captain Man. That's Captain Rumprose to you, officer. Look, we'll soon find out. Use your master key and open the door. Yes, sir, Captain Man. That's Captain Rumprose to you, soldier. Now let's go in and see what's up. O2? O2, where are you? There he is, sir. On the floor, man. Asleep on duty, eh? Lieutenant, take him out and shoot him. Yes, sir, Captain Man. Uh, uh, say, he's not asleep. He's knocked out. That's Captain Rumprose to you, soldier. And his shoelaces better be untied. He's wearing boots, sir. Shiny ones, too. Oh, he's coming, too. What happened? That's what we want to know. Oh, oh, now I remember. The doofus came back. Uh Uh-huh. And I suppose he told you that your shoelaces were untied and you fell for it again. Oh, no, sir. This time he told me my boots weren't polished and I fell for it. Captain, man, the, the secret space project is missing. Oh, no. Captain, you've got to call the Pentagon. No, I don't, Corporal, you idiot. That's the last thing I intend to do. Well, what are you going to do, sir? First, I'm going to have you shot. What? Then I'm going to have a shot. Then I'm going to make a phone call, and it's not going to be to the Pentagon. Will Corporal O2 really be shot? Who is the captain going to call? And what about drywall? Will he ever find relief? To find the answers to these questions, you must be here same time, same station next week for Episode 7 of Rocket Rustlers entitled Mystery Phone Call. It's ambiguous, arcane, cryptic melodrama you won't want to miss. And it's coming only to this, Theater of the Mind. And now here again are Riders in the Sky. Enjoy the Calpoca King. Thank you, Texas Mitch. Thank you, folks. It's time for that ever-popular feature now, our classic of the West. We'd like to send our classic of the West out to little Steve Jacobs, who listens to Riders Radio Theater over KFDI in Wichita, Kansas. We're going to get the king of the cowboy fiddlers to lead us in the old Carson Robeson classic, Carry Me Back to the Lone Prairie. Isn't this Carry Me Back, 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 Back to the Lone Prairie, Ranger Doug? That's the updated baseball version. This is the original. I see. I'm a roving cowboy Far away from home Far from the prairie Where I used to roam Where the doggies wander And the wind blows free my heart lies yonder on the lone prairie. Oh, carry me back to the lone prairie where the coyotes howl and the wind blows free. And when I die, you can bury Western sky on the lone prairie. 
I used to ride. Let me spread my blanket by a peaceful stream. Hear the cowboys singing by the campfire's gleam. Oh, carry me back to the lone prairie where the coyotes howl and the wind blows free. And when I die, you can bury me beneath the western sky on the lone prairie. On the Time to do some dancing. Woody Paul, the dancing fiddler of the West, gears up with the amazingly lifelike turkey dance. into the chicken dance. That's not the original, that's the extra crispy. Gosh, Ranger Doug, I don't know if this has ever been done on radio, but I just can't stand it. I hear that wonderful rhythm and see Woody dancing, and I can't help it. I was, I was, I was born to rabbit dance. There's no stopping him now. Too slim the man that knows no fear. And the dance he's made famous from border to border and cheek to cheek. The rabbit dance. The Cass and Guests of Riders Radio Theater Bunker at the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, Two Slims Mercantile, or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, White Creek, Tennessee, 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Spender. Our production foreman is Campfire Burt. Our sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Clinker. For WBXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King. Producers Lasso and Larry Ascraft. Coordinating producer Chuck Wagonmaster Ingram. Chief engineer Jambri J. Crawford. Recording director Gallopin' George Zahn. Sound effects Honcho Winchester Jim Springsville. Stage manager Solid L. Juan Esposito. And our sound engineer is Ropin Rich Fredette. This is Texas Big Spender saying so long. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater. This is the VXU Radio Network.